Week 10 is upon us, the double-digit weeks, the fantasy playoffs right around the corner, and this week is headlined by some really intriguing quarterback matchups. We got the two rookies, Tua versus Justin Herbert. We got Kyle, Kyler Murray versus Josh Allen. And the big showdown in Lambeau, Jake Luton versus Aaron Rodgers. We're going to tell you how it all shapes out and what the position players, who we actually care about for fantasy purposes, will do in those games and every other game under the sun. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald. Cracking open a cold one with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. We are You're celebrating. Whip and Nene combo in <laughs> the Born to Run. <laughs> it's got me going already. Yeah. This is you got it. You got to find your spots. <laughs> I was thinking, I've been thinking about this a lot. I think the Whip and Nene can be introduced in any song, and it's probably <laughs> going to hit at least once. It worked well, one for one. Now it's like ironic. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just seeing it is funny. So to exactly. any song, you're yeah. right. You can. I've fully accepted my role as the white dude who can't dance, but like me trying to do it and knowing I'm bad at it is, I think, pretty funny. So I'm willing to be that. part of the joke. Like I, I was actually, all in on Gangnam Style. Yeah, but maybe so. That's different. Like if you were in it <laughs> at the time that it was going on and you were trying to do it earnestly, that's one thing. That's what you just described. But doing the nay nay now. Is not that's just being ironic, just looking yeah. for knockoff laughs, mm-hmm. yeah, which is right up Don's alley. That's all I have. <laughs> two separate approaches, two, they're both fine, they're both good, but they're not the same. Gangnam style rules, Tom always here I to think clarify for us, yeah, and clarify we shall. It's a but great week, schedule style. You want to hear a funny a... story? Has nothing yeah, to course. do with fantasy football. I was in South Hopefully Korea. It has everything to do with Gangnam Style. It does. I was in South Korea uh, circa 2017, maybe 16. And we're at this coffee, beer, whiskey place, which is a story for another time. They do all three. And the uh, person I was with was trying to go to Gangnam, the city. And they're asking the waitress who didn't speak English, like, oh, I'm trying to get to Gangnam. Blah, blah. So what do they do to get the message across? They do the little the hands. hands. The little hands. <laughs> And the waitress the goes, hands. and the and the waitress goes, oh, like knew exactly who he's talking about, and uh, he got the directions. That's a true story. Wow, that's insane! International sign right there. So that yeah, song came out exactly. That's the Go funny ahead, thing though. is the song came out in like 2011. So it was so it was still like five years separated. <laughs> yeah, uh, 2012. I was student teaching for the last time before I graduated college, and. Literally at the at the beginning of any school wide event that the school I was at would do, style. they would just play Gangnam Style, and all of the kids would just scream and then get up and dance. I mean, and they all knew it; they all crushed it. It was hilarious. First Fire. YouTube yeah. video to hit a billion views. Yep. Yes. Who's the most likely player playing in a Thursday night game to score and hit the Gangnam Style? I'm going with AJ Brown. Well, I mean, the I definitely mean, AJ Brown. The, you got to go with the guy who's most likely to score, and the guy who's most likely to score is Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. So, but he's not a Gagnam style guy. He's not no. much of a celebrator, really. He's, unfortunately, he, I, I kind of hate that about him. Yeah, you know, because it's like Derrick Henry. Like, 
anytime I'm even playing against him, I'm like, I still hope he goes off because it's fun to watch him just run. He's supposed to help us rub it in, you know, yeah. while he's scoring, he's supposed to be enjoying. What about it like, a, what sure about like a Zach Pascal Gangnam style? Ooh, I think what, he Rodrigo, <laughs> what about a Rodrigo Blankenship Gangnam style? See that? See, Tom, there, that's where we're talking. This, that's see, where a Gangnam style is going to come. It's going to come from a field goal. Yeah. It's not going to come from a guy a with kicker. the athletic exactly. celebration prowess of Naheem Hines. And the Colts have a history of kickers who celebrate. Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee was their punter <laughs> for a long time, celebrated more than any punter in history. Like, this could do it. Rodrigo and, can hit the Gangnam style as Don described it earlier, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. He was probably that age when he was when, when that happened. He probably hit uh, but, the Gangnam style in the locker room a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Colts Titans is obviously the game we're talking about here. I was Oh wait, I did I stink that I See this is now, I'm not picking Colts Titans as my stinker anymore because of all of this talk of guys celebrating cuz now like I'm not going to root for this game to be a stinker just so I can come on on Monday and be like, I told you this was going to be a stinker. Like, no, <laughs> now I want this game to be played into the fifties. No, nice. Tannehill is doing his typical leap into the end zone. Mm-hmm. And then once he lands, Gang oh, style. oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, Gagnum style. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone anyway. with the exact right amount of syllables in their name to make that like, <laughs> uh, is, I guess it's just two. Like, so Opa Henry yeah. style is actually not hard. John yeah. <laughs> Corey Davis style. Hey! I don't know. Probably too much Gangnam style talk to stay relevant today. But I mean. I think it's a fair amount. I think people will actually enjoy this. Who isn't expecting this from us at this point? Um, Call Titans. I mean, this should be a fun Come game. In, boys. The water is fine. And we are streaming. Yeah, we'll bring him up one last time, and then he just becomes an automatic one. Not worth mentioning anymore. Trey Burton. Ah. Um, I think the reason why he's important to bring up this week, he's 20% owned on Yahoo, 12 on ESPN. That's not the real important reason. The real important reason is because Jack Doyle is very doubtful to play in this game. I think Mo Alley-Cox got hurt, too. Well, Mo Alley-Cox got some work over the past couple of weeks as well, but between those two, I'm going with the guy who gets goal line carries. Okay. Yeah, Trey Burton is an awesome option. I mean, I, I've loved him. Just I, I can't believe his owner his ownership is Titans that historically low. bad against the tight end as well, and their yeah. defense isn't really that great this year. And no, that been that, bad. that goes back to last year too. So they they are it is a historical reference there, Scotty. You guys think uh, Henry can power through the matchup here? If anyone yes. can, right? You don't bench the big man. Oh, I would never bench the big man, but I just want to know. Do the Colts have a good run defense, or have they not played any running backs at the quality of Derrick Henry? I've seen Derrick Henry do some things to a defense on a Thursday. And like the Colts haven't even played the Jags where they were featuring James Robinson that much. They only played them week one. I don't know. I think Derrick Henry is just fine. He's not going anywhere in your lineup regardless, but I mean, I just like to hear like, it. I just like to hear of it. Of course. And his some of his biggest performances ever have come on Thursday night. The uh, the ninety nine yard touchdown was a Thursday nighter. Uh, yeah, that's like what I'm saying. He's had some big some Thursday big Thursday games. That's so because on a he, short week. Don't worry, those big legs still get churning. Exactly, he recovers like no one else. Though everyone that's else right. is still lagging from the last game, so he gets to start the game in the second half where he's the best. And uh, I think what uh, Johnny watch at this week, Tom? Johnny watch is is bad. This is the best team against the tight end. Um, you saw Darius the, Leonard. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the Ravens play them last week, and uh, Mark Andrews had a pretty bad game. And, Struggled, yep. Yep, so you get Janu, who only is coming off two targets. 
some uh, some less than stellar performances right before that, and we may have Adam Humphreys back in the lineup. So uh, it could be trouble. Well, I got him in a dynasty, so I got no choice. We'll be awesome <laughs> to see if uh, if Adam Humphreys gets back. I ain't was... playing Higby. No. Well, would no, you play not. Burton over him? I don't think over that's John crazy. Who? I don't think it's crazy. Janu's really like tight end. Like he's Agreed. a fringe guy. It's right not now. crazy, but what's crazy is how much time we spent on this game. Yeah, uh, but we move <laughs> on. Most of it was Gangnam style. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> uh, Browns see like Baker Mayfield, big Gangnam style guy. Definitely. Browns Texans is the next game. Baker kind of like both defenses here. Gangnam style. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don's getting pissed. I can see it in his face. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. Oh, we do have this signified as a shootout, Scotty. Yeah, I'm kind of in on this one as a shootout. The Texans, and it's all about the Texans. I'm, I'm in on the Texans as a potential fantasy factory. Uh, heading Bob down Dedrick. the stretch here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and actually spend some money and pay up. For Will Fuller, he has been great this year. He scored a touchdown in five straight games. Uh, he's only 7,100 on FanDuel, 6,700 on DraftKings. It's like if you just said that like a guy, I'm trying to think of a good receiver, like uh, like if Adam Thielen had a touchdown in five straight games. We'd be going nuts. He, and he would not be priced that low. You know, he's priced so low. He's still getting heavily targeted, scoring all the time. And, yes, the, the Browns have some good outside corners, but Will Fuller moves around the formation all the time because they have another good receiver on the outside, which is actually Tom's scroll down. Nailed that transition. I mean, Will Fuller is a nice price, right? But take a look at Brandon Cooks. You got to scroll down for him. That's the that's the name take of the drop. Take a look at Brandon Cooks. Very nice, Tom. rainbow. I actually did not know that. That's not what I expected you to say, and it, it caught me by a happy surprise. Brandon Cooks, $5,600 on DraftKings, criminal. $6,300 on FanDuel. So he, he still registers as a scroll down in my book because of that DraftKings price. And you know what? Yep. He hasn't left a game since that explosion five weeks ago. There was a buy within there um, with under nine targets. Nine targets is targets aplenty. And really, Scott, boy it, it goes back to what you're talking about. This could just be a fantasy, you know, rollout machine. Last week, I was talking about how good Deshaun Jackson's been. What did he? Or not, yeah, Deshaun Jackson's been great. Deshaun Jackson's been very bad. He's been really good too. But Deshaun Watson's been awesome. And um, in that streak, it continued last week. And that streak has been attached to Brandon Cooks the entire time. So really, yep. it's the same exact premise that you were giving, Scott. Brandon Cooks moves around the formation, right? Um, he's getting yeah. nine targets a week. If someone is getting nine or more, let me say, targets a week, we would be, you know, singing their praises. You know, yeah. nine targets a week made me plum pick Hollywood Brown and stuff like that. You know, that's like wide receiver one numbers on certain teams. So Brandon Cooks is affordable and a very steady option for you here. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. And I think that the reason why both of these guys, I mean, Will Fuller is really on the pay up scroll down borderline as a pay up here. But uh, I think that they help each other out in that regard by keeping their prices low because they're both so heavily targeted. Uh, Brandon Cooks, they talked about him early in the year and they were like, you know, we're going to try to spoon feed him along and string him along because of all his injuries. You can tell that that's gone. And especially with the new coaching change that's what's been the change for brandon cooks is once bill o'brien got out of there their new head coach was like listen we got to start getting this guy to damn rock yeah other side of the ball nick chubb likely to play in this one 
are we rolling them out where we have them? Oh yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't think it affects you, Kareem Hunts either. Was, you want to hear the next question? Want to hear an awesome stat that would make me never? It makes me ne- say you should never bench Nick Chubb. You know who leads the NFL this season in yards of twenty runs, twenty yards or more? It's Nick Chubb. It's Nick Chubb. We talked about this. Already, he had but, si- yeah. He's had six yards of twenty runs or more. He played in three runs. and a quarter games. That's pretty. So good. big play waiting to happen. This is a matchup that's terrible against the run. He's a. It's a no brainer to me. Yeah, and, and something that, that makes me. me. Something that makes me more positive about Kareem Hunt that, you know, we haven't necessarily brought up is that with Odell Beckham gone and they don't have like these amazing backfill wide receivers, right? Uh, Kareem Hunt last, I think one of the last games, at least that Nick Chubb was active, Kareem Hunt was catching a touchdown pass as a wide out, like an X receiver, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, they're not going to stop getting him the ball. He was wide, he was running back nine when I plumb picked him while Nick Chubb was still in the game. I think they're both good to go. Yeah, and and even you kind of see like I think they're perfect for each other. Like Kareem Hunt isn't really the bell cow that he kind of was with Kansas City. Um, he wasn't as efficient as we expected him to be behind this Browns rushing attack with Chubb together. I think they'll both still be great. Yep. All right, my stinker has quickly pivoted to Washington at the Lions. I uh, just don't think that there's going to be much to go on. Matt Stafford has not looked great. The Washington yeah, defense. All right, I'll see you guys there. Washington defense has looked way better than people are I giving thought, them credit I for. I thought about this one too, but uh, there's a couple of guys kind of floating around, and one of them is Tom Scroll down. That are just you know there's a there's a couple guys that made me say all right maybe maybe we don't stinker this game because there are some some fantasy options. I mean but. after last week, Tom scroll down has to be in the consideration. So For Tom, sure. go ahead. Yeah, and the price is right, especially on DraftKings when you're talking full PPR for a guy who got double digit targets last week, and I believe double digit catches as well. If not, um, no, if, he finished with nine, nine, right? If not, super close. Now that's J.D. McKissick versus the worst team in the NFL against the run, the Detroit Lions. Uh, so for $4,900, you get a guy who is targeted uh, double digits. And $5,300 on FanDuel, you can play the same joker for half-point PPR points. The point here is that I want to bring up in a larger view, Antonio Gibson, not actually a lock to play. Uh, didn't practice yeah. Wednesday. Um, he had his least amount of carries in his career, albeit it's quite short so far. Um, yeah, and that still might... more than he had in college. Come on, Gibby, we need you this week, Gibby. I know this we is a huge. You. This is the one. It's a huge matchup for him, and I've got him where I've got David Johnson too. So I really need him. Uh, the the oh, and we should mention David Johnson still in concussion protocol when we were talking about the the Texans. So lure out your Duke Good Johnsons. Point, um, either way, if Antonio Gibson doesn't go, it looks like J.D. McKissick is clearly the next guy in line versus the worst yep. running team in the NFL. You got to bring it up because those are awesome every week as a fill-in or a daily fantasy option. And he doesn't even need that to produce a $4,900 on DraftKings value. No, he doesn't even need carries. He's the he's the preferred target for Alex Smith, actually. It's kind of weird. I mean, he's Captain Come Checkdown. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Ooh. I think all this stinky Streaming. talk and all these weird injuries going on it makes me think that you might be able to this is the kind of one where you might be able to play both defenses in mm. um the lions defense has been horrific this year like real yeah. bad but they're only five percent owned across yahoo and espn 
Uh, the Giants defense played great against Alex Smith last week. Their options could be dwindling. You look at the other side of the ball, Kenny Galladay probably not going to play in this one. And I actually, there's a lot of drops in this game because I got a shutdown as well. Um, and my shutdown is DeAndre Swift. I was doing some research on him, and I'm just not too Shut confident in him because I was looking at the receiving production that the red that I'm sorry the football team has allowed to the running back position, and they haven't allowed a single running back to go over 30 receiving yards in a game. The only one was uh, Daryl Henderson, I believe. So if you're not getting that floor for DeAndre Swift in this game. You can't start him. You can't really start AP, even though it's a great revenge game for him. This one actually counts for Don as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you start to look down the line. Who are you playing? Hawkinson, because you have to. That's it Marvin for the Lions, Jones, really. Marvin to. Jones, maybe, but it's not a good yep. matchup for him either. I'm benching Stafford in a two QB league. So You're right, Don. This is probably a stinker. Yeah, not looking forward to it. But, hey, uh, speaking of which, shout out to the Masters. Because of the Masters final round being on uh, Sunday, there's more four o'clock games than there are one o'clock games this week. Oh, really? Might be the only time we see this in our lives. Good job, man. So enjoy it. That's actually get awesome. your nap in early afternoon. Yeah, that's gonna. I can't wait. I, th- I think it's point. like five and six too. I it's did, like I it's didn't a very even that's split. That's awesome. Yeah. So a oh, great, it should always be. Well, so when you when you say that, Scott, it's almost like it makes sense. <laughs> Bucks Panthers. Christian McCaffrey likely out for this one. Christian McCaffrey possibly out for the rest of the season yeah right yeah right brutal and let's exploit the uh daily fantasy site scott what do you got i mean this is the buy of the year on DraftKings because of christian mccaffrey having such a good performance and mike davis my scroll down being cast aside the uh the apps you know FanDuel and DraftKings they didn't update and they or they maybe they did update and they severely downgraded Mike Davis's cost news comes out that Christian McCaffrey is very unlikely to play in this game and all of a sudden DraftKings is looking like oh shit we only got Mike Davis for four thousand dollars out there and we got him for fifty four hundred on FanDuel this is full PPR Mike Davis had eight catches in a half of a game against the Bucks, the first time that they played against him. He That's could have good. a monster game, and he should have a pretty solid floor like he always does. So he's a great scroll-down option. He's a great option for your season long as well. Yeah, I think Mike Davis is in a great spot here, um, obviously. And, I mean, we didn't say this on the show because we, quite frankly, shouldn't have had to, but even with Christian McCaffrey coming back, if you had Mike Davis, you had to keep him rostered in case this exact scenario happened. So for if those of you for those of you who we didn't have to remind to hold on to Mike Davis for at least a couple of weeks when Christian McCaffrey comes back, good on you. Enjoy it. You can obviously start him as your RB2 going into this week and just be thankful that you're smart. Teddy Bridgewater had a tough week against them the first time around. Yep. Uh, in my dynasty league, unfortunately, same one with Janu. I He's my only option, really, so I'm kind of forced to trot him out. And I am a little nervous. They, their offense has been playing really well. Obviously, losing McCaffrey hurts, though. I will say, uh, against the Chiefs, no turnovers. Chiefs, a very turnover-prone defense, especially for uh, playing with an offense that probably keeps the Panthers from playing from behind. True. So, you know, I'm not entirely too worried about Teddy going forward. He's a streaming option. I'm not treating him as a guy like a like a Kyler or a Josh Allen, Aaron right. Rodgers. <laughs> You're not treating him like the number one week. quarterback in fantasy? I'm not. I'm actually hey, not. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's QB 11 right now for what that's worth. 
Kyler's number one. I know, but he's saying he's not treating them in the upper echelon. Yet. I know, I know. I'm just giving him shit. So, <laughs> I'm saying it because, like, if Teddy Bridgewater had a bad matchup coming up, and maybe the Bucks you could, could be considered one, I would, I would consider even dropping him because yeah. we don't want to keep two quarterbacks yeah. on our roster. Like, I dropped Teddy Bridgewater for Drew Locke two weeks ago so I can get the Atlanta matchup. Right. Yeah, Teddy, it worked out. Teddy Bridgewater probably been getting passed around every league, but. The good thing about yeah. this matchup is Mike Davis can catch the ball. So even if you're looking at it in your own lineup and you're like, well, you know, this isn't daily fantasy. Should I play this guy? Bucks seem to be good against the running back. Um, they're going to throw to him, and that's what's going to bail out Mike Davis. That's what's going to bail out Teddy Bridgewater as well. Probably. And they throw they throw little push passes too. Mm-hmm. Teddy's yeah, got those chances for a bailout. So yeah. and let's it's not, not the worst for, option. And let's not forget how bad the Bucks defense looked last week. Yikes. They were so, really good. Like, we're not going against the juggernaut and, uh, here. I feel like we're all just like ignoring the elephant in the room. None of us have said a word about the receiving core, the running backs. We like, what are you supposed to make of what is going on in Tampa Bay? Um, they're all, they're all eating into each other. It seems like enough where the, nobody's a you know a standout. W- yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hope that you you start the guy who scores. Yeah. for that particular week, or you're Brutal. hoping Brady throws four to five touchdowns every week, which he's not going to. Clearly, so yeah, yeah. tough game, weird game. We'll see how it goes against the Panthers. Buck's going to be so tough to figure out. Antonio Brown, for what it's worth, sorry, he had a normal amount of targets. So he did. Like, let the demon air yards too. I wouldn't really be like anti Antonio Brown. And if Tom Brady didn't uh, underthrow him on one, he could have made a house call. So, yeah. um, They have a relationship. And, you know, that's as many targets. That's like a a heavy target dosage for uh, Evans. (laughs) Yes. No kidding. Compared to what he's seen, absolutely. Eagles, Giants, kudos to the NFL for sneaking this one in while most of its audience is watching the Masters. Um, I have a plum pick in this one, and I'm going to kind of explain something that's going to be a recurring theme for the rest of the season. Oh, God. Setting up another bailout for yourself? No. Exactly. What's the one thing that everybody is complaining about? 2020, weirdest year of all time. Fine. My plum picks for the rest of 2020 are going to just be me. Are we supposed to answer that? Super weird shit. My first one is I think the Giants are going to come back and win the NFC East. And I think it's going to start this week. The Eagles are horrible. The Giants defense is playing much better against the decimated Eagles pass catching core. Yes, they get Jalen Rieger back. But Scott, you and Tom are kind of leading the charge in terms of pushing the brakes on him. I think the Giants, this is a very winnable game for them. Who's the plum pick? Sterling Shepard. <laughs> I think Sterling Shepard, without Golden Tate because he's been exiled or cut or whatever is going on by the time everybody hears I this, actually really like him. Sterling Shepard. Yeah, no doubt. Me too. He's been great. He's had at least six targets in every game since he's come back from that toe injury. He's in a great spot. Evan Ingram also in a great spot, but we don't do this for tight ends. I think the Giants, with their stud running back, Wayne Gallman, no, you said he sucked last time. You don't get to say it now. He does suck. You don't get to say it now. Don, I was thinking that you were lowballing that target number. That's his reception floor, by the way. He's had yeah. eight targets in every game, not six. He's Let's had go. six over catches. The last, over the last three weeks, Wayne Gallman is RB5, just for the record. All three weeks. The only three weeks he started. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he's... That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Whatever. and I, Sterling Shepard, full point. He's not player. good. Sterling Shepard, full point PPR, yeah, double great. digits every week since he's been back. And everyone and their mother got a touchdown on the Giants last week, except for him. He's probably pissed. Daniel Jones got to make statistically do. Yeah, exactly. 
Giants are getting touchdowns now, baby. It's all aboard. Nothing like a guy who statistically do. But yep. um, I also am not anti Jalen Rager yet, for sure, especially in this matchup. I mean, you look at what Terry. Yeah. You look at what Terry. McCormick, oh, I would never accuse you guys of being anti Jalen Rager. I'm just saying, you know, I think you guys are the most like let's wait and see. Uh, Whereas, like, I'm seeing a lot of fantasy. He had 15 like, receiving yards against Rager. the Cowboys. Exactly. You yeah. know, that's all I'm saying. I was he had 15 receiving yards against the Cowboys. I agree. Don't get me wrong. Defense, don't but, they? but you look at uh, Terry McLaurin last week, monster game versus the Giants. Um, Jalen Rager kind of suits that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Unless Deshaun Jackson on. comes back, my boy. I'm just kidding. Deshaun's yeah, right. supposed to come back, Keep too. Dreaming, Tom. <laughs> Packers, Jaguars, I think this is one of those games where you can load out Anybody who you were initially planning on starting fringe guys, Jamie, what you I don't shut up and take my money for James Robinson. Oh, <laughs> well, okay then. Whatever the price is, it ain't enough. Seventy three hundred on FanDuel, sixty six hundred on DraftKings. Cowboys can't, st- or I'm sorry, the Cowboys they can't either. But the Packers can't stop a nosebleed, especially against the run. I am all, all in on J Rob this week. Yeah, a guy who saw twenty five carries last week. Come on now. This is easy money right here. He's an auto start. For How me. beyond his wildest dreams is this season for him? Yeah, right? Uh, how about, especially if you asked him I, I on bet. draft day, what you he thought his he season wasn't was going to be like. Yes. <laughs> I know on the you couch, know that, but like. Miserable. No calls. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> hey, James, what? how do you think your, your season is going to go this year? Let's well, see. I'll probably get signed by the Jags and just become an absolute bell cow, top five back. <laughs> I mean, he's awesome. He's so, like, he's great in fantasy. He's great to watch. He's good. He's, he's good. just a really entertaining, good football player to watch. I love he's him. One of those guys. He's why they like, cut Fournette. Yeah, and it was a head reason. He's, until you saw this guy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no and, kidding. and just think about all the other names we heard, like Devin Azigbo, Raquel Armstead, Chris Thompson. No. None of them matter no. at all. James Robinson. Get well soon, Raquel Armstead. We're thinking of you, buddy. Yeah. Um, are you guys proud of me for not paying Come up for Devontae? Yeah, that was very brave of <laughs> thank you. you. Yeah. To thank go you. one week without mentioning yep. that Devontae Adams is really good. The Fantasy football. football Medal of Courage is in the in the mail. Um, my streamer is based off the fact that I ain't buying it. Jake Luton. Let's see it again. Give me the Packers defense Double at home against Jake Luton. I'm doubling down. I don't care that the Texans defense didn't give me shit last week. I'm back. Luton the cell. Honestly, no, there, weren't, the there weren't that many amazing defenses last week. And the Texans didn't do great, but they didn't they didn't kill you. Yeah, the Steelers which, only had yeah, seven yeah, points against Garrett fucking Gilbert. You're right, you're right about that, Tom. Actually, hey, one of the guys we missed on on the stream as well. I want to bring him up? He's he's pretty high owned, but Dallas Goddard could have been cut. Uh, could in still your be league. out there. Sixty seven percent owned on Yahoo, which is high, but only forty eight percent on ESPN. So he did have one catch in his game that he came back against, and he, and that game he probably came back a little it was too a early. Big he gets catch. a bye week. Was it? I mean, he's a he's a great, he's a great player, and I, I think that at the tight end position, that uh, you know, is very difficult to find someone that you can count on. Mm-hmm. If he's just floating around out there, give him a shot. Yeah. All right. We make our way into the four o'clock slate. It was a Maybe big the- fifteen yard catch. Whoa! <laughs> Light the beacons. But while I have him up, he played eighty three percent of snaps. 
So he's That's right good. back to Thank what he you, was Tom. before injury, yep. where he had nine yep. targets and eight targets in week one and two. I think he could definitely get away with rostering this guy. Good matchups coming. And, Giants. And Ertz is nowhere near coming back. Sorry? Yeah. And Ertz is nowhere near coming back. I'm uh, he Ertz has to sit this week. Ertz, yep. He also was absolutely terrible this year, but he has to sit this week due to IR, and then we'll see from there. But mm-hmm. it's it's still unknown. Okay. Uh, he I was playing he, week know, one and two when – you know, those stat lines. Goddard was going nuts. Goddard, yeah. Yep. I think as the offense comes back to form, you could see Goddard have better lines. Yep. We move on to the four o'clock slate. Bills, Cardinals, Josh Allen versus Kyler Murray. What more can you ask for? Uh, this is going to be a great game. Good. Important to note that John Brown this sat out practice on out Wednesday. For this one, Donnie. Yeah, you can. I mean, this is going to be funny. Unholster your weapon. Yeah. We got ourselves a shootout, boys. <laughs> Should we do like a spread for like Kyler Murray rushing yards versus Josh Allen rushing yards? Like maybe Kyler Murray yards? minus 17 and a half. Yards, Kyler. Ky- yeah, Kyler gets the yards. Well, so what spread would you take? Josh More than Allen? 17. More than 17 and a half? It'd have to be at least 25. Wow. Okay. Kyler had a hundy last week. No problem. Josh Allen's stats. young man just cruises around. I'm just asking ridiculous. the question. He's a stud. He's is he back in the MVP conversation after he beat Russell Wilson? Are the Bills seven and two? Yeah, I can feel it down in my plums. So yeah, why would they not be? I mean, any two loss team or fewer, your quarterback's probably in the in the hunt for MVP. This is full plums, guys. One of my boys, <laughs> Kenny and Drake. I don't Please. care what you say. He's gonna play. If he plays, I'm sorry. I'm not. He, I'm not sure if he's gonna play. I shouldn't say he's gonna play. You feel if it, he though, plays, in your plums that he's gonna play. I, I, I feel in my plums that he will trot out there for me, for us, for all of us, for the fantasy community, and relieve Chase Edmonds, who did nothing with 30 touches last week. Dude barely got 80 yards. Did he scrape across 10 uh, half PPR yeah, points? Yeah, I think he finished with 10.3 half PPR points. Jesus Christ. Total stinker and a huge opportunity. Kenyon Drake comes back in, and they feed the big dog enough touches. Maybe he's not the bell cow, but in 15 touches against the Bills, you could sneak in there and have a really good game. 6000 on Fandle, probably too pricey, but 4900 on DraftKings seems like a decent Ooh, low buy. That's a big drop-off. I like it. If he goes. I don't trust it, but I like it. It's risky. Yep. But you got to risk it for the biscuit. Fair enough. Chargers, Dolphins, Tua versus Herbert. Let's go. This is a fun one. Yeah. Yes. Scott, got in the stream. Scott. I was going to say. Water is fine. We got a really interesting streaming option here. Yeah, you know why? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Got to give us one month of good football. Okay. Um, Tom, I'm I'm hoping that you you saw this and you looked ahead and you actually have the schedule accessible to you right now, because I do not. I have it. Um, I know that he plays the Chargers this week. I believe he gets the Bengals and the Jets within the next three week span. I have a league. And I'm I believe starting. it's Denver as well. I think that's the four week run chargers. And those are all uh, chargers, Broncos, jets, Bengals, Bengals, chiefs, Patriots, Raiders. You will probably play them the rest of the year. And uh, yeah. I know we're in the stream conversation, but Scott, what I love about the doc this week is who you put in uh, the plums for yourself here. Oh yeah, that that's your boy. Let me let me finish up on on one more stream, and we'll get to that one. Uh, we could share Made me that feel one. Good. 
Oh yeah, of course, of course it did. And then we could transition it right into your, to your plum pick as well. But uh, you can also stream, I think, the Dolphins defense. Let's ride the heater. They've been scoring touchdowns like crazy. This is a top ten defense, and I'm willing to trust that overall. Forty six percent on on Yahoo, only twenty seven percent. Yeah, on ESPN. And as Tom said, it's time to transition. They're playing well. They're making a lot of plays. I can feel, feel it down in my bones. What do we got? Devontae Parker has returned to prominence. Um, This isn't even a good matchup. I don't even care. Preston Williams, unfortunately, goes to IR in in, uh, this week. He was playing pretty well, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know who else was playing pretty well was Devontae Parker, and I saw some some very nice connections. They really gave a good deep dive of a big third down play where Tua looked to Devontae Parker. Parker ran a perfect route. He threw a perfect ball. I think you're going to start to see some of that uh, unfold a little bit more for Devontae Parker, who is definitely the alpha receiver on this team, especially with Preston Williams out. They, they don't have much of a running game. It's time to throw the ball, throw the ball heavily, and target Devontae Parker, who can really – we saw it last year. Yeah. This guy can have monster games. 6,000 on FanDuel, 5,000 on DraftKings. I think he's a great play this week. He it's, was uh, Don versus un- Tom week in our hometown league. Unstoppable last and year. Tom's got Devontae Parker. And I am terrified. <laughs> he terrified. Was of unstoppable last year, lest we forget the wrecking ball that was Devontae Parker. And that same schedule that I just read out for Tua applies to Devontae Parker as well. Um, not to mention, last week he didn't have a towering number of targets, right? But he got most of them, over 50% of his uh, targets. I would say over 75% actually um, after uh, Williams leaves the game. So... Tua knows where his bread will now be buttered, and uh, he's going to have to do it for a minimum of three weeks as Preston Williams officially hits IR today. Do they yeah. have, like, bread and butter in Hawaii, or do they do, like, some other, like, weird island? Hawaiian rolls. That... Hawaiian king rolls. There you go. <laughs> hey, Tom, you got a plum pick in here, too, before we Tua knows we where to on. butter his Hawaiian king rolls. Yep, that's Kalen Balaj versus Miami. Product of Arizona State. No big deal. $5,000 on DraftKings, $5,300 on FanDuel. I'm not plum picking him for the price. The price is, price is honestly, the price is wrong, but... Yeah. Um, Justin Jackson, I say this. Do we to have say, that drop still? The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> that one. Uh, Kalen Balaj is playing, right? Justin Jackson is probably not going to. They just don't want to play him for whatever reason. They, They're resting him. I, yeah. Coach said. Yeah, that's a for whatever reason in my book. Um, they basically hate Josh Kelly, and Balaj got run last week. He actually played well. He, did. he scored. He's gigantic. He'll probably get the goal line. So the whole point here is. Kalen Balaj versus Miami. You're going to want to trot him out. And here's another Revenge detail. game. Thank you, Scott. Revenge game. <laughs> and they've been going. I, could, I tried to wait, Tom. I tried to wait. That I was the, here's another at least detail. a minute. Here's another detail. I, it was right at the tip of my tongue the whole time. Yeah. I, did he say revenge game? He's got a, he's, <laughs> Did he play a game as a Jet? Um, I don't. Did he just get signed and get cut? He might have logged a carrier, too. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll still allow it. Yeah. I was thinking it in the back of my head. I'm not going to lie. Broncos Raiders, interesting battle in this one. Drew Locke hoping to stay hot. Uh, he's got back-to-back 20-plus performances. He had a 30-burger last week. Derek Carr has been interesting. He's been good real life-wise. Fantasy-wise, he's leaving a little bit to be desired. His cap seems Come to be 250 boys. yards. The water is fine. Yeah, you're doing a great job, Don. Keep going. So, like, I'm, I'm concerned about Derek Carr. Scott, you and I were actually talking about this on our way to pick up dinner tonight. Like, I'm a little concerned with Derek Carr, like, He's my emergency guy. He can be an emergency guy for sure. He's not a guy that I've really looked to and been like, 
we can stream him. Derek Carr been a little too good of a game manager. Yeah. And it means he doesn't have to throw for as many yards, and they, they weirdly have a very balanced team. I think both quarterbacks in this game are on the streaming radar. Carr's a little bit higher owned. He's 39% on Yahoo, 48 on ESPN, whereas Drew Locke is only 22% on Yahoo. Drew Locke, get up. 17 on ESPN. Drew Locke's been playing well. He, he loses Albert O to an ACL injury, which should really excite Noah Fant owners, unfortunately. Uh, I think that Fant is just going to play as much as he possibly can. Like you said, you got to give him that Deontay Johnson treatment where you hold your breath that if he's going to make it the whole game. But at the tight end position, there's not much better when Fant plays a full, you know, four quarters. I mean, no one's as explosive as he is, it seems like. Except for maybe on the other side, Darren Waller, who's been a great pluck at tight end if you drafted him after the yeah, Mark Andrews-Zach Ertz combo. I didn't expect that target share to continue this year, but Ruggs has never come along, nope. and Brian Edwards is hurt. Yep. He hasn't played really the whole year, so they've just gone right back to him. And didn't they lose Tyrell early in the year? Yeah, I yeah. think they might so. have cut him. Okay, I think they lost him to injury, but it's possible they cut him as well. Because I remember us, could have been both. It was a day I was very excited about Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, when are we not? <laughs> oh. Seahawks Rams. <laughs> Seahawks Rams. Uh, I have my pay up in this one, and I think we gave them. And it's also a shootout. Obviously, these are. I mean, the Seahawks bring the points this week or this year. Their defense. Hey, you want it? So I'm paying up for Cooper Cup. I've been saying it. The Cooper Cup heater is coming, and I think it starts this week. He's 7700 on FanDuel, 6900 which is a pretty nice, affordable price on DraftKings. I just think this is the week, and if you if I had put Bob Woods in there, I don't think anybody would have stopped me either. I'm the last out game the Rams played, Cooper Cup had 21 targets. That is true. God forbid he gets 21 targets against the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've all you've got all we have a thousand done, yards. <laughs> all we have ever done since Cooper Cup was drafted into the league on the Rams is say that Cooper Cup should get twenty targets a game. It's a big spot, and they finally listened. It's a big spot for the boy. Yeah, I almost yeah. I thought about paying up for for Bob Woods as well, actually. Um, but since you had Cup on there, I figured we'd uh, we'd cross that bridge when we got there with him as well. That's fair. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, absolutely nothing to be afraid of. Obviously the. Uh, Rams defense is good too, but you're not going to sit anybody on Seattle. Am I right? <laughs> no. We have no idea really what's going to happen with Carson. And what's concerning is that once the Seahawks got down, not that they really played down a lot, so it's not really something that you have to put too much weight into, but Travis Homer played a lot more than DJ Dallas when they were trying to come back. So that's more of a split. Obviously, DJ, or I'm sorry, Travis Homer was really banged up. And the first week where you saw DJ Dallas get like 90% snap share or something crazy like that, it's going to come back down to a more normal number. I still think that you could sneak DJ Dallas into lineups mm-hmm. if Carson is out, though. In the means, I mean, in the meantime, we still have that one beautiful week where DJ Dallas was a workhouse course running back in yes. fantasy football. Started him and traded him for Sterling Shepard. Wow. Beautiful. Love it. Bengals Steelers. Uh, some interesting trash talk going on from the Bengals in this one. Uh, kind of poking the bear a little bit. Maybe uh, picking on the Steelers who could barely beat the Cowboys last week. Maybe not the best idea. Either way, you know who my scroll down is. Deontay Johnson still not getting the respect that I think he deserves, although I'm kind of realizing it might just be a me thing. But I'll take it. I commit to the bit, if nothing else, on this show. (laughs) 5,700 on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings. This is a good matchup for him, too, I love this matchup. I love Deontay Johnson. Statistically, due for a touchdown. You know, what I more saw, can you want? I saw a, st- a stat where it was like 
the it was PFF and they showed like here's the leaders in week nine uh, yards after contact for a receiver. And it was like him, McLaurin, and like one other guy that just like broke one tackle and then ran untouched for like <laughs> 50 yards. Like, is this even a good stat? Like, what are we even looking at? But Deontay Johnson has that chance to get loose. They don't throw the ball very deep to him really ever, but they do target him a lot. So it's a good matchup. Like Don said, he's still relatively cheap. I get it. Yep. One of these days he's going to cash for me. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear. He has. You, you picked him and he had a two touchdown game. I mean, I, sure. I mean, you pick him every week. I do. I know. I was, he was all right last week. I was thinking again, you know, I prefer Chase Claypool this week. I mean, Claypool's been very good too. He scores way more touchdowns than Deontay Johnson, so I don't blame you, Tom. <laughs> 49ers Saints. I believe this game was flexed out of the Sunday night game or something like that. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, Saints coming off of their most impressive win of the season. 49ers and what's left of them at least. Uh, I'm shutting down the running backs. Raheem Mostert is not starting in this game. The New Orleans Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 54 or sorry, 51 straight games. Wow. Regular season. Impressive. So, Holy do you think Jarek McKinnon or Jamichael Hasty have a shot to do that? No. Because I don't. Jarek McKinnon's that's where I'm at. legs are probably tired again. He's, t- he's got them tired legs. <laughs> On the other side of the ball, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they're in. Jared Cook, if you're desperate or if you're a streaming guy, fine. Um, for the 49ers, I'm starting Ayuk in a league where I have, like, bye week troubles. But I don't know that I would start him over the guys that I, he's replacing. If that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah. This is a weird game because of how bad the 49ers seem to be right now. Yeah, it's in impossible terms of their injuries. To, to trust anybody. Yeah. Would you start Richie James? No. God, he was so good last week, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're if you, you if you started Richie James last week, like that was your week. But I, I don't know. know. You didn't start. Um, I. Oh, that's the point. one of the guys we we missed. You'd be as surprised. A, one of the guys we missed. I tagged as a scroll down was Jerry Judy. Um, I think it's just worth bringing up. Like, Back it up. Why is he being priced as a scroll down? The the dude had 10 targets two weeks ago. He had what? Like, I think it was almost like 14 targets or something like that. 12 mm-hmm. targets this week. Goes off, scores a touchdown. He's 5,800 on FanDuel. What And he's only 5,600 on DraftKings. <laughs> and he's in another cupcake matchup here. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Jerry Judy's in a great spot again. The disrespect. Even in a, <laughs> even in a season long. <laughs> Don, is that like a Tim Robinson thing? <laughs> Those yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally watched that episode last night. Okay, yeah, so weird. I, think I didn't even mean to do it. Some of it trickled in, and I was actually having trouble identifying it. But yeah, that's what that sounded like. <laughs> I was going for like a mob guy, so I'm happy that I landed on sketch comedy show with that impression. Way to go, Don. Stinks. <laughs> if water doesn't stink. You're choking to death. <laughs> go in the water. <laughs> All right, before we get too far off the rails, uh, we actually missed. Let's talk more about Gangnam. We missed a couple. (laughs) We missed a couple streamer tight ends. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, no one knows what the hell Tom's even talking about at this point. But we need to make a decision on tight ends. Uh, Austin Hooper's out there. He's fifty three and fifty four. So I actually wouldn't even count him. I wouldn't count Dallas Goddard either. So that puts us down to Trey Burton. Or Logan Thomas, Low who was Tom? 35% owned on Yahoo, 17 on ESPN. He and he's playing with Alex Smith. Although, so I'm Trey Burton all the way. 
Trey Burton. Yeah, I think so too. I think we rock with Burton. Increased opportunity. We know that he has his own package of plays in the red zone. Yeah. So, I mean, at its, as a tight end, like that's the, that's what you And mean. he hasn't had more than, I think he's had a total of 10 receiving or 15 receiving yards over the last two weeks. And he's like tight end six so over you know the last we three weeks. To, uh, to pick guys like that. Very true. All righty. Ravens Patriots. This should be uh, not anywhere near as good as it was last year. Um, although I think the, didn't the Ravens crush them? Shutting it down, Scotty. Yeah, um, he's been awesome. And, you know, another thing we love to do is shut somebody down after they have a really big game. And Jacoby Myers, full PPR, almost 30 burgered without a touchdown, which is epic. That's so really difficult to do. It's like it's like Alvin Kamara does that and pretty much nobody else. Yeah. But he's 5,400 on FanDuel, 25, or 4,500 on DraftKings, which is actually a good price. And I think he might actually weirdly and daily be a fade value. But... In my season long, I think I'm going to sit Jacoby Myers. He plays a lot of the slot, but Marlon Humphrey is going to be back. He was already lifted from the COVID list. This Ravens defense is no joke, and the Patriots offense is terrible. The only reason that he had a monster game this week, I think, is because they played the Jets. And even then, Cam Newton throws for 270 yards. Jacoby Myers had 170 of them. I don't think you can project, you know, to have a him to have 65% of their yards going forward. And if not, that just there's just not enough volume, and it's not efficient enough for me. I'm sitting him against Baltimore. Agreed. You picked him up. You probably have two or three receivers that you're already comfortable starting with each week. That's a tough part about these high waiver wire priority ad guys late in the season. We're kind of at a point where everybody kind of knows what their team is and what their main starting lineup guys are going to be. So if listen, if this is the week that Jacoby Myers cements himself as an every week starter, so be it. He's going to do that on my bench rather than him prove he's not when I, you know, recklessly started him after one good performance in the last three weeks. Well, I mean, and it's even, and exactly, right? But even the week before, he had a good week. And even the week before that, he still got like six or seven targets. So but the he's seen a ton of targets. Playing, basically. His snap share was so low. So yep. I agree with Don, you know, let him earn it on the field in reality before you put him in in the holy weeks upcoming in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Tom, you got a shutdown in this game as well. Yeah, Hollywood Brown, 5,700 on both um, on your bench and redraft, hopefully. Uh, I get it if you don't have any other options. He's as good a chance as any to have a blow-up game, so they say. Uh, Haven't seen it yet this year. His targets are fading. say, is he? His targets are fading. And Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore, who had missed the last two games off the injury report, he's going to play. So he should see a lot of Hollywood Brown. They should see a lot of each other. Ooh. Lamar has not been amazing. This is a total uh, get off the Hollywood train because yeah. Bill Belichick's also going to do his best to scheme Lamar Jackson into uh, into a corner. Yeah, I can't believe I'm about to do this on this game, even with the Ravens. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> yeah, the they just the Ravens have not been good enough. Um, the Patriots are a good matchup and, and, you know, as you guys know, I love to look at my stinker. I determine how many fantasy players you can actually rely on and start in the game. And of course you're going to start Lamar Jackson. You have no choice, but to start Mark Andrews. If Mark Ingram comes back in this game, you can't Can't start start any any running running backs. backs. You can't start any receivers. I already told you to shut down Jacoby Myers. The Patriots have way too many running backs and there's no way Cam Newton throws on the Ravens. So there's really like two guys in this game besides Justin Tucker that you're going to play. And the Ravens defense. Lamar, Mark Andrews, 
Talker, Ravens defense. You might not see another guy across your league. Probably should starting in this game. Shouldn't start Cam, but there's a world where he's fine because he has three or more games with the rushing touchdown. Um, Cam has Cam is on pace for 17 rushing touchdowns, I believe, or 16 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's certainly not on pace for 17 passing touchdowns. No, he's on pace for like five. He's on pace for yeah, like something like ridiculous like that. But he has three games with two rushing touchdowns in each, and I'm sure he's gotten one elsewhere. So. Just by virtue of that, he could bail you out. But bailing you out is not really what you want. You probably want to go with a streamer that Tua. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, one more game to cover. It's a barn burner. Vikings Bears on Monday night. Yeah, let's start with the let's start with the shut it down first, and then we'll get to our streams. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and shut down as much as I love him, Justin Jefferson. It's been. It's been a tough go at it, and we love to bring up that Dalvin Cook really, you know, dampens the mood for the rest of this offense. And you can see that over the last two weeks, Justin Jefferson has combined for eight targets and 90 yards over a two-week span. Now he goes to play against the Bears, who just blanked Corey Davis. And, you know, they're they're a, uh, a very formidable defense. I understand they let up a big play to AJ Brown, but AJ Brown's a stud and that's, that's pretty obvious. Um, I I get that Justin Jefferson, maybe he makes a play like that in this game. I'm not banking on it here. I'm looking elsewhere. He's been great this year, but, but not over the past couple weeks going off of that bears game against the Titans. There's like, maybe there's one guy I can think of that can do the things that AJ Brown was doing to that Bears secondary. And it's DK Metcalf, (laughs) his former college teammate. Yeah. His his best friend. (laughs) So like, I don't know. Are they the new Bash Brothers? Come on in, boys. The water is fine. I guess they can't be because they're not on the same team. But who is streaming? Definitely very jacked. Um, let's start with quarterback. I think you can sneak Kirk, Nick Foles, no. into your lineup. Absolutely not. Move on. You don't play. You don't play Kirk at Chicago either. But uh, Nick Foles has, no. gets a ton of attempts, and Minnesota has been very bad against the past. Nick Foles has had at least forty attempts over his last. Three weeks, that's fine. I just wanted to throw him yeah, out there. Turned it into? It's still decision time. If you want to look at his numbers, he's actually been pretty solid over the past couple of weeks. Like if you know, in in regards of you know, getting over like seventeen or so points, it's not spectacular, but you can he can get you by. I think the guy. I think my vote for this week though has to be Tua. It's Tua. Not only just for a great matchup this week, but going forward as well. Yeah, it's, it's Tua. It's Tua because of what you just mentioned. If you're in streaming every week contention, still it would be nice to hit your wagon to someone. And you have, I actually did you have that upside here. I did exactly this in the league. I was between I was between uh, your boy Tom Carson Wentz from uh, the past couple of weeks, where you cast him aside and Tua, and I was like, no, I got to go Tua. He's got a good stretch here, and, and you know who knows, maybe he takes us the distance. Um, a, a, a defense, I think you might be able to stream is the Vikings defense, just because the Bears might have no rushing attack at all if the, if David Montgomery can't go in this game. And uh, if that happens, I mean, I think this game's going to be a potential stinker anyway. So Vikings are thirty three percent on Yahoo and twenty two. So Foles is on the streaming radar, but so is the defense that's playing against him. Yes. God, fantasy football is a weird game. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, Nick Foles is going to throw all the time, so he's you're always going to have a chance for him to get a couple touchdowns and close to three hundred yards, which he has done over the past couple weeks. You know, pretty decently. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry like it, that you don't like it. But, I don't like you know, it. That's life. Now. It is what it is. No one's making you play him. No. No. 
And I'm probably not. And he's not going to be the pick anyway. So I don't even know what the problem is. It's just an option. That's that's really not, though. <laughs> like, you're really going out of your way to be like, yeah, I'm starting Nick Foles, feeling great about it. I didn't say that, did All I? All right, fine. Fine. Nick Foles, uh, last week, or two weeks ago, 272, two touchdowns against the Saints. Last week, that's 335, two touchdowns against Tennessee. That's pretty good, too. All week right, before my... that, garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> against the Rams, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was against no. the Rams. Right. But uh, we have Minnesota's to make a decision. Defense, not as good as the Rams. Yeah, we have to make a decision on defense as well. Uh, to me, I think I would go with the Packers and just trust that Jake Lutton isn't a superstar. I would love to pick the Dolphins here just because of the heater, but I'm also terrified of Justin Herbert right now in <laughs> yeah. fantasy. He has ruined my life so far this season. Feels like I play against him every week now, and every week he goes nuts. Yeah, I'm going Washington here. Their defense has been sneaky, very good. They're opportunistic. They're going to play the ground control game, I think, a lot with Alex Smith at quarterback. There's really not going to be a Peyton lot of downfield Barber time. passing. Could be some Peyton Barber. Maybe we get Antonio Gibson back. Don't forget the Lions are absolutely pathetic against the run. They get sacked. Stafford has not looked good. I like Washington in this one. Tom. What's up, brother? Comes down to you. It's all on you, buddy. You know what? I don't want to be third, man. This is actually a really tough one. I know. Uh, it always sucks when you're the third one to pick the defensive streamer. It sucks because I actually dropped um, Washington, but you guys today have made a compelling case, which actually made me feel kind of crappy. Um, but I, I actually think that I, I'd be more inclined to play the Packers. Foiled again. <laughs> No, I mean, the Packers are a great play. I mean, you know, the Texans' defense is awful, so it's yeah. not a surprise that Jake Luton Both had a good these, game against though, them. Between the Packers and Washington, I do think that they're probably the two standout options. They're both pretty highly owned. The Packers were 53 on Yahoo, 40 on ESPN, whereas Washington is 43 on Yahoo, 57 on ESPN. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can't get one, you could probably get the other. Surprised the Dolphins were that low. For me, the Chargers... I'm playing them, right? And it's not even because I want to. It's like just it's a league that's pretty crowded. And what yeah. I tell myself is that, you know, this is, you know, just a couple games in of Tua's career. So why would I not apply the same thing to Jake Luton, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a very weird week for defenses and, and really for streamers. Streamers are starting to get tough. And, you know, I brought it up a couple of weeks ago, but I think it bears repeating. I think the reason why these streamings are getting so tough is because there's just so many roster spots now and there's so many IR spots. I go to look at the quarterbacks that are under 50 percent right. owned and there's really it's like a third of the starters. That, you know, there's that many quarterbacks yeah. that are over 50% owned across leagues. It goes for tight end and it goes for defenses as well. I think, yeah, I think a lot of it just comes from extra, like, I don't know why people would decide to do this, but they're like, oh, extra roster spots. It's now acceptable for me to carry an extra quarterback. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, there are instances where, like, I have two quarterbacks in one league. Like, I have Big Ben and, and Tannehill mm-hmm. because the benches are just so big. Right. That, like, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll throw a, another quarterback know. and do I, matchups. But I get your theory. It makes sense with quarterback and defense at this point in the year if you're holding it for a game where it's like this awesome matchup. So like right. last week. Like if somebody's got the Jets coming up. It's exactly my example, dude. So this last week I played Cam Newton, and the week before I didn't because Cam had been really, really jagged, right? So I played someone right. else, and I hung on to Cam for the Jets, right? So you should have a plan in mind of why you're hanging on to them. Just having two is – and the thing that we hate about just having two is like you're when you're at the draft and you're this person, 
you draft one quarterback for the one bye week. <laughs> You're like, right. Yeah, well, I got Philip Rivers for a week 11 bye. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like, dude, well, you got a long time. You got three months before you have to make it. You could have reached three rounds and drafted James Robinson before anyone knew who the hell he was. Exactly. So that's all. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll plan, folks. Yes, that's right. Always have a plan. And that that's what makes or I just listen to, to ours. One last thing, too, that that what's make the Dolphins defense interesting. You wanted to talk about the two matchups. The Dolphins defense obviously has the same ones where it was. Denver, uh, the Jets, Cincinnati, all of them in, in, a, in a little run there. So uh, they could be very viable for the next couple of weeks as well. Absolutely. All righty. We are moving on to week 10. Best of luck to everybody in their games. If you want to catch us off air, you can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at RutzFF. We'll be back on Tuesday with the week 10 recap, getting you into week 11. We're in the last third of the regular season, guys. Can you believe it? Yeah, I got like, you know, we're at the point in the season where like my contenders are starting to establish themselves. Those ones on the fringe are starting to establish themselves in those those leagues where I can sadly move on from. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Peeking their ugly yeah. faces as the, uh, well. Unfortunately, when you have a million leagues like me, it's all part of it. The guillotine league, the blade has fallen upon my head. <laughs> it was a valiant fight. You had a good run. I'm proud of that team. We had a, I, I thought this was the week where I was like, if I can get through this week, I, I think I can make it. And of Plus course not to be. it was, yeah, it was like the lowest score. I think any team had scored. <laughs> so that's what happens. That's, you know, that's the game we play. It's a sick game, but it's a fun one. And we'll be back to talk about it on Tuesday for Tom and Scott. I'm Don. Keep scoring. Baby, we were born to win.